It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Twice a year, the general authorities and general auxiliary officers of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints host General Conference here in Salt Lake City. It's a an incredibly beautifully orchestrated event. But you have to stop and, and think, and as someone who's a former staffer, you're always looking at the behind the scenes. What goes into actually making that happen, appearing so flawless in a broadcast that is going around the world? Uh, we invited Sarah Jane Weaver, the editor of the Church News, to join us to talk about what goes into the preparation of General Conference. Sarah, thanks for joining us today. It's always great to be with you, Boyd. Uh, you had an opportunity to sit down on one of your podcasts for the Church News and talk with Elder Brooke P. Hales, who is the Secretary to the First Presidency of the Church, uh, and talk about preparation for General Conference. Yeah, Elder Hales is has worked in the Office of the First Presidency since 1997. He's also a General Authority 70. But part of his work as uh, in the Office of the First Presidency of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is, is in essence something that we could call he is the executive producer of General Conference. <laughs> And that is a great way to look at that. And uh, as I mentioned in your podcast, uh, you sat down with Elder Brooke P. Hales uh, and talked about that. I'm going to take a listen to some of the things he said that just got me, got my mind spinning on how complicated an effort this really is. We have a whole cadre of people who are involved. Again, it goes way beyond coming in and unlocking the doors and turning on the lights. Tens and tens of thousands of hours that go into general conference preparation. So you have all these dedicated, wonderful people volunteering, working, whatever, to bring conference to the one. And it's a mammoth undertaking that almost brings you to tears when you think about how people are just so dedicated and consecrated to bring to pass this very important event that blesses the lives of members and anyone else who cares to listen. Uh, Again, that was uh, Brooke P. Hales uh, of the secretary to the First Presidency of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And and Sarah, it struck me that he said all of this effort, all of this effort to bring General Conference, not to the millions, not to the masses, but to the one. Yeah, you know, General Conference is this tradition in the church. It it started in 1830 with 27 people attending. And today, millions and millions of people across the globe participate. And yet I think when leaders of the Church of Jesus Christ prepare messages, they think of individuals and not masses. Mm, I love that. I think that's so important. And uh, you talked about it in your podcast, and I want you to drill down on some of this, uh, of just what kind of preparation does go in. And it blew my mind that it's like, Two weeks after one general conference, the planning for the next general conference begins. Yeah, this is an event that takes months and months to prepare. Elder Hales estimated that between employee volunteer hours and uh, 
church employees and those who are volunteering for this event that there's about 91,000 hours that goes into to making this event come off. And that includes uh, facilities employees who are in charge of parking and cleaning and setting up. Um, he said about 38,000 hours there. And, and then we have service employees in publishing services, and they are in charge of translating and publishing the talks, and about 53,000 hours go there. Wow. You know, when you think of, of a global church and a global effort, these talks are translated, if you include English, into 98 languages. Okay, I need to stop you there. <laughs> okay, so just the translation component to all of this. Uh, is amazing to me. I, I know that p- part of your conversation uh, included the fact that the United Nations only has six official languages and general conferences broadcast in 98 languages around the world. You think of that undertaking as far as making sure every language has a different channel mm. and every person around the globe who wants to tune in can hear a conference in their language, in their tongue. Mm. Uh, and and looking at that, and uh, uh, we mentioned uh, earlier just the preparation uh, for each of those general conference sessions and what goes into that. Uh, you got in a little bit in terms of just the preparation of some of the senior leaders of the church in terms of how they go about preparing these messages that are broadcast to the one and to the world. Well, you know, uh, conference talk topics are not assigned. And so each individual leader of the Church of Jesus Christ gets to choose what they want to talk about. And they have six months to to think about that because every member of the First Presidency and every member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles speak to the worldwide membership every conference. Then uh, other slots at Conference for Speakers are filled in uh, by members um, of the Quorums of the Seventy and by other officers. That would include the women leaders of the church. And, of course, it's been uh, with COVID and pandemics, uh, things have changed over the last several general conferences. But the, the number of speakers and the, the preparation has probably even got more complicated. We remember from April general conference where there were actually speakers participating from different places, not just the conference center, but from other places around the world. Well, and I think a lot of people are excited to see general conference return to the conference center. This is an iconic venue. A lot of us uh, feel a a comfort when we see that iconic back, backdrop of the conference center. And and so it will be broadcast from that event. It is closed to the public. There will be a small, small audience and uh, some press invited in. But for the most part, it, it is an event that will be broadcast and people will participate in it in that form. Mm, fantastic. Sarah Jane Weaver, editor of The Church News and a great podcast with other Brooke P. Hales, Secretary of the First Presidency of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, looking at some of the behind the scenes of what goes into that conference. Sarah, thanks for joining us today. And a reminder that you can listen to all those sessions of General Conference here on KSL News Radio. In addition to special programming in between conference sessions, we just had Doug Wright on talking about his special that will be coming up on the return of the Tabernacle Choir. Uh, other program coming up throughout a very special General Conference weekend here on KSL News Radio. We're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have Tanya Vea is going to join us with a very special announcement. She's got her Utah Jazz Carl Malone jersey on. She's coming up next. Don't miss it here on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. 
Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.